my notes are like they're so detailed, but it's like hilarious to be detailed about this. I don't show. know why you wrote detailed well, notes I just, about I this. I just mean I wrote down all the dialogue, but I was just like, this is hilarious. Oh, you! I wrote zero of the dialogue it's down. I was like, so none bad. of this matters. It's so bad. Okay, we need to get to the show because I like can't wait to talk about how insane this episode. Okay, was. fine. Let's let's do the show. Wait, let me quickly Google: Is Japan exploitation a thing? What? Okay, so Japan exploitation. You, you know what, what black exploitation is, right? Like black exploitation movies. Nope. What? How do you not know this? Okay, first of all, you love black exploitation movies. I'm sure I do. Is it's it like seventies like era? Oh, yeah, I know what this is. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. It's, it's also like what Marvel Comics borrowed when they were designing uh, Misty Knight and Luke Cage. Yes. So, like Luke Cage and Misty Knight are basically black exploitation characters. What is the what is the Quentin Tarantino movie that's supposed to be that kind of movie? Uh, Jackie Brown. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And there's another movie called Black Dynamite that is a parody of black exploitation oh, yeah. movies that you've probably seen. It's really funny. I thought that was like a cartoon. That movie came out in 2009. It's really recent. Yeah, but see, I, I do know what this is because like, I just didn't know that's what it was called. I, you know? Yeah, of course you do. I basically just like, what's the version of this that's for anime and like Japanese culture? <laughs> because that's what this show is. <laughs> like, it's. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's, No, you're right. Okay, but it's, it's not quite... 70s though no 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 but but i'm just talking about like who it's geared towards no i no, i totally agree i feel like this show is like and a lot of anime lots of anime even still now is really kind of trapped in this um 80s version of that yes that's what it is this show was so 80s okay first of all i'm maddie <laughs> i was gonna do like a parody of logan's voice and be like i am ryan you know, the Devil May Cry version of Ryan Pagella. Ryan, no. Be careful. <laughs> Who are you? Are, but wait, are you being... Ryan's got to be a little bit half-cocked this mission. Trust him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to be Asano, the like Japanese special forces officer. I think they made up like a boyfriend for Logan. They made up a character. Oh, <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Let's this roll back. This is the mutant ages. <laughs> I don't know where you plan on starting this episode. So, like, I feel like, I do we have either. to re-explain what we were no. just talking about? Uh, or are you no, just going to start it with that? We can we can go back and explain it in a second. For the moment, I'll just say this is the mutant ages, a show where we watch every adaptation of the X-Men, and we're starting a new show. So you might be a new listener, and we've decided to alienate you immediately. But don't worry. We're back on track. <laughs> back when we watching the wolverine anime we already watched the x-men anime we loved it yeah wolverine anime didn't get as good of reviews isn't as popular the x-men anime is pretty widely considered the best one 
It really and is. It, I mean, it like, is. like, you, like we remember are one episode of the Wolverine anime, and I'm already like, oh boy, oh you get, boy. <laughs> I feel like this is everything you hated about that one episode of Wolverine and the X Men. Okay. But like, somebody watched that was like, let's make it into a show. It's way funnier. I'll say <laughs> that. I laughed a lot more at this. Me too. Okay, I, this is that be one kind episode of, a... of Wolverine and the X Men just made me mad and sad. This made me laugh because it's so insane. Like it's also it's like, like kind of not Logan for one thing. Like who is it's this like character? Anything... Wait, he's Dante from Devil May Cry. Yes. that's who he is. He's that character that exists and he's in many anime. By the guy who played Jess on Gilmore Girls, by the way. I did not know that, but that's hilarious. Basically, this character is Jess from Gilmore Girls. Like he just read his first novel. And he can't wait to tell you how smart he is, but he's like still really dumb. And he's wearing like a red leather jacket and is like, I don't know. This version of Logan is not Logan. He's so tall. He's so thin. Okay, well, here's the thing. If we are choosing between this Wolverine anime and Gilmore Girls, I recommend Gilmore Girls. Oh, didoy. Gilmore Girls is really fun. (laughs) And also like Jess as a character is like roundly mocked by that show. Okay, all right. Hold on. Hold on. Back it the fuck up. I know. I'm sorry. I'm getting so This show is also fun. I will oh, give it yeah. that. It is fun to watch because it like, is like. In a sense, I'm like, maybe we should we do recommend it because I did laugh multiple times watching this. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's. I don't know that it's very X-Men. I mean, OK, OK. I think this is a great time to go back and rewind to what we were just talking about where you were trying to ex. You're trying yeah, I was to, trying to explain to you what black exploitation movies were. I didn't know that was what the term was. I've watched a ton of <laughs> right, movies. Right, right, right. But you were familiar with the idea well, yeah. of it. And the reason why I was trying to explain that was because I was like, this is Japan exploitation," And I was Googling that term and I was like, apparently it doesn't exist. But I but I know it's a thing. Maddie just coined it right now. All right. There's no way I coined it. I feel like I can't be the only person to have come up with this because there was definitely, and, and we're sort of seeing it now with like globalization of like Korean culture and K-pop. But like in the 2010s, like Rise of Anime Conventions, we talked about this at the beginning of the X-Men anime episode where we were talking about all the anime. Yeah, when we decided we discussed every anime we liked, which was not every anime. We did. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't. But but we talked about how more and more anime was appearing on Adult Swim and like different channels that were accessible to Western audiences. Okay, well, okay, I'm I am gonna say at the beginning of that show, we discussed all these animes that we were watching in like the 2000s era, which was actually a lot of stuff that came out from the late 80s, early 90s, and then whatever else was on Adult yep. Swim. Since then, since we watched the X-Men anime and now we're on to this one, I've like full blown like gone back into watching the anime again for like the first time in like, I don't know, 15 years. Well, I think on that show, I was like, you should watch Chainsaw Man. And then now all you do is DM me about Chainsaw Man. Okay, so, well, that was a fantastic show. I wish this was a Chainsaw Man <laughs> show, but also because of that, I have all these not. other animes queued up, and it's great. It's kind of like new stuff, yeah. that isn't like this, but which is no, 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 actually kind of sad for me a little bit because what I liked about a lot of the anime we watched between like the '80s and like 2005 is it's exactly what you're describing, where it's this sort of like. 80s cyberpunk world yep. where everyone's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a bunch of sick guitars with synthesizers in the background. Every single shot in this anime takes place at night and everything is in a city. Yes, exactly. You're in New York City and then you're in Tokyo. They may as well be the same city. They're depicted as essentially the same cultures and cities. You know what? The very first note I wrote is like, this music <laughs> sounds like Sonic the Hedgehog. Next note, this looks like Sonic the Hedgehog. Like early. Next note. 
this sounds this like Power Rangers. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> it's like Logan wearing a Sonic onesie. And he's... <laughs> God. It's... Okay, I'm sorry. He's Knuckles. Logan is the Knuckles on he this show. He is Knuckles, actually. He is. And, like, he is Knuckles in the sense that he is... Protecting the Master Emerald, and by which I mean he's protecting Mariko. <laughs> and Mariko blew up <laughs> into is. eight pieces. Okay, Mariko basically it may as well be a fucking uh, Emerald on this show. She is not okay, a person. you know what's hilarious, Maddie, is that I went back and re-listened to our pilot episode of this show, where it's so funny... <laughs> I don't you did that i could not stand to listen to that because i recommended one of my friends to listen to this because he was a, a big x-men guy okay well he shouldn't start with the pilot because we didn't know what the fuck we were doing no no no, no okay let me explain explain <laughs> i was telling him <laughs> where you. to start because I, he was like where's a good jumping on point and like i'm like the movies are always a good point or if there's a specific show yep. you really liked I'm like, I could give you random episodes that I think are good, but like, I think these are good jumping yeah. up points. I'm saying this right now, so our listeners who may be hopping in right now for the first time. Yeah, yeah, you know, this yeah, is of a, course. That's a great way. So they know where to go back and hop in. Yeah, exactly. I listened to the X-Men pilot, Pride of the X-Men, and I'm like, oh, we're like little yep. babies on this because we're, we're being so polite and we're like acting very we're professional. We're trying to be professional. But like within 10 <laughs> minutes, I'm talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, which I always do on this show. And it's funny because we had a listener mail that... That was like, what's your top favorite five fandoms? And for some reason, I didn't say Sonic. I said like Futurama and Golden Girls. And like, I kind of feel like I got to go back and rewrite that because according yeah, to the show, the, it is the only other two things that I know of in the universe is, or sorry, three is like Resident Evil, Kingdom Hearts and Sonic the Hedgehog. And I, that's all I bring up on here. Sometimes I say Final <laughs> Fantasy, but I feel like that's still under like the Kingdom Hearts umbrella. Oh, it's <laughs> like, definitely under because... I mean, you haven't played every Final Fantasy game. Who has? But I Todd. feel like you played every Sonic the Hedgehog game. Yeah, Todd. Todd's, Todd's going to lead. I feel like we could have a whole separate podcast, which is like Todd explaining every Final Fantasy game to you, you explaining every Metroid game to us, and me explaining every Sonic the Hedgehog game. Worst show ever. Just all of us talking over each other. Ryan, why did you bring because up Because I was talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, listen, new listeners here, we derail all the time. It's like ADHD oh central, God, but we will I'm talk so about the sorry. X-Men. Anyway, so the point being is like the vibe was like Sonic the Hedgehog's early 80s, like sorry, late 80s, early 90s in those video games. But yes. Bubblegum Crisis is something else that comes to mind. Which we talked about Bubblegum Crisis a little bit when we were talking about the X-Men anime. This anime, though, reminds me of like Cowboy Bebop, but like not in a good way. Like, Cowboy Bebop is one of the greatest shows ever. I don't this think show, it's like Cowboy Bebop. There's like that other weird show that they but made. it has that cool guy, like capital C, capital G, affect for Logan. That's like every anime. I'm kind of sad that we did not have our our other Mutantagers co-hosts here for our live streams, Rai, the other Ryan Rai T. I know. Because he's I, moving we, this we weekend. Get and I was like, I feel like Rai would like this show. And I didn't see that pilot yet. And then I watched it. I was like, oh my God, it feels as if it was written by him in high school so which is kind of the vibe it really is like it is pe- like anime nerds trying to write an anime trying to write a cool anime about a cool guy in high school and it's like there's <laughs> barely any plot although the plot is kind of mimicking you know the plot line from the comics and i i have read these comics and you know they're not amazing but they're very much set in this same kind of like japan exploitation thing that i'm talking about where they're like written by a western writer in this case, Warren Ellis was the one adapting the show with the Japanese team. So it's not to say it's like inaccurate or offensive. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's more just that it's collecting a bunch of tropes from 
Western media and uh, Eastern media and smashing them all together into this like weird <laughs> hodgepodge of like cool guy tropes that just is so distinctive and is so anime of this era, you know? Like, I don't know how else to explain it. It just like, it is this. It's like, it is Logan in a leather jacket and Mariko's hair blowing in the wind and the moon, the moon is, in, is the in the background and the moon is a third character of the ship. The moon yeah. <laughs> is constantly a part of the yeah. show and so more is than the electric really guitarist is. who is wailing, <laughs> wailing on that guitar. It's not Power Rangers though this time. It is. There's almost no plot so I feel like we could end the episode in five minutes because like what what is there to summarize? Like everything I just said, that's the whole episode. I, I You know, I, I understand the purpose of the Wolverine goes to Japan and finds some inner peace stuff. He becomes a samurai or whatever. But that's not what happens in this. Not in this episode. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, he does. Do you think that's I don't know. This is a version of Wolverine that is very different from Wolverine. I don't hate it. I don't I don't hate it. He kind of seems like Gambit or, or like something. I, I, I'm really stuck on Dante from Devil May Cry, but I feel like Dante is like way cooler. No, I think you're right. I think Dante from Devil May Cry is the best version. But I feel like so have you heard that joke that people say about Dante from Devil May Cry where there's like the theory that he's never had sex before but like he's oh, yeah. constantly like fronting like yeah. he has that's also kind of how this Logan comes off like he comes off like he's 13 years old like he does he's also wearing Dante's clothes he's wearing a red he's he wearing no shirt with a red leather jacket over it and black pants and black and pants. I'm like okay <laughs> with an X-Men belt which like Ryan I'm pretty sure you wore this to school like I it mean is... I wore a shirt <laughs> Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like the X-Men belt, the black pants. It is my colors, though. Red and black. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, maybe you should start dressing like this. This, Okay, well, (laughs) if this came out then, I probably could have, like, cosplayed him for those X-Men parties we used to have in high school. I'm not going to lie. I looked at this outfit, and I was like, I could cosplay this in, like, five seconds. (laughs) Like, I I did look at this and have that thought where I was like, this is an easy cosplay. I think it's a cool outfit. I don't really understand why he's wearing it, but, you know, it's, it's... It's cool. I mean, listen, that's the thing about this type of work is that it's like it's exploitation because it works like all this shit works it does i was (laughs) waiting for like an 80s saxophone start blaring in this show and it didn't happen and i was disappointed i can't believe it doesn't happen because every time they do the flashbacks to mariko which there's roughly 16 flashbacks of her in the red dress or whatever where she's just looking sad. I why wasn't there a saxophone? Oh no, there, playing there should have been. You know, we should call. There should have been. Call up your da, other co-host. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get Kirk <laughs> in like, here. Can you some play some? Or we'll just <laughs> even better. We'll get the band bunch, Gunship Bunship Gunship in here, which is like uh, metal with the yeah, saxophone. Easy, easy. I love it. So easy to get them in here. Yeah, right. Do we want to try to summarize this show? Do you have anything else you want to say first before we get to that? Or? No, I kind of liked your theory that it, you've, you've come up with a new term. That's It's not really a theory. Yeah. I, I like your term. I don't know who it's, who it's advertising for, but I kind of had this question about the X-Men show, too, where I'm like, well, it's supposed to be for both audiences. It's supposed to be a cross-cultural event. Make the X-Men appeal to Eastern audiences, make this anime style, art style, appeal to Western audiences. Bada bing, bada boom. And I don't think this works because this anime is so goofy. But the X-Men anime is freaking awesome. So I feel like, I feel like you feel like it doesn't work. I feel like you feel like that. We feel like, okay, listen, Ryan, let's learn how to (laughs) summarize what I'm saying. (laughs) If we watch this, um, well, maybe not maybe us, but I think. Do you think other people liked it? Is that what you're going to say? I don't know. I'm just, I was going to say that I think about like the 2000s era when there was a lot of anime that was similar to this one. 
especially in the early mm-hmm. 2000s. And our friends would be coming up to us being like, oh, do you freaking watch like Berserk or whatever? It's so, it's cool. so cool. And it would be like yeah, literally yeah, yeah. this, <laughs> where it's like just, some just cool this, guy. Just like, devil may cry. Shit. Yeah, yep. jumping around, fighting while like guitars playing in the background. I think it is a very specific like anime trope and fandom that has a lot of fans. I don't know if they're like yep. male or female. I don't really want to go by gender. I, you know? I think they're probably every gender, but they're all 13 years old. And and again, I'm not saying that in a judgmental way because I too have been 13 and remember what it felt like to watch a cool person wearing a leather jacket while guitars played. <laughs> and that is the best thing ever. Yeah, you it played it is. until they cry. <laughs> yeah, you love that. Again, doesn't matter the gender of the person wearing the leather jacket or the person playing guitar. That all doesn't matter. But you need that combination. No, oh yeah, you, you also need a sword and you, you need, need a bunch of demons. Yeah, you need I mean, a girl to show up wearing like a corset that's falling off and she like throws a motorcycle at Logan. Well, we're going to have Yukio later, which yeah, I saw true, her that- in the opening credits. <laughs> Never mind, this is Devil May Cry. I was so excited for Yukio. I wonder if they were inspired a little bit. But honestly, like I think this is just a, such a common trope with like Japanese media. Well, this was in the comics. This was in the comics, which were written in the 80s, well, yeah, right? I'm, yeah, these are stories from the comics but this anime is not from the comics. Oh, absolutely not. But I'm just saying, Yukio was still wearing that leather cat suit in the comics as well. I don't know She's if you remember that. She's still wearing it now. Like that, they didn't well, come okay, up with uh, Yukio was written to be Storm's girlfriend. Let's be let's be real. She is meant to be a big old lesbian yep, is who yep, Yukio is yep. supposed to be. Just like Trish. Although I'm excited to see Yukio on this show because I loved Yukio in the Wolverine movie, but it was not like... The correct yeah, version. It wasn't the same version of her. She had mutant powers. Yeah, she was super different. Yeah. She was like Yukio crossed with Ramona Flowers, which was still a fun character, but a totally different yeah. character. This version of her is going to be much closer to the comic book version. But I don't know if that means that it's going to be she's gayer because like early, early in the comics, Yukio tries to seduce Wolverine before they kind of abandon that plot. Because <laughs> they're like, this so, is kind of gay. Because they were like, Yukio's gay? What are we doing? <laughs> um, but like when they first meet, she tries to seduce him and she's like a spy for Shingen, I think. And Okay, but like if she's trying to seduce him, it's because she's doing it like as her job. It doesn't seem like she's interested. Well, but then she falls in love with him. I feel like you're forgetting how sexist the I know, I know. I gotta reread this. It's been a while. It's been a good. hot minute. <laughs> I read them and I was like, wow, these are goofy as hell. Like... Why does everyone want to fuck Logan is really what it is. I mean, I'm not going to put my two cents in there because we all know that I want to. But them. All I know is that Omega Red's there at some point. So like, how's he going to get here? Like, how's this Russian character going to show up on this show? He's going to crawl across on his little like his little tentacles. (laughs) He's going to crawl across the Pacific Ocean. And then (laughs) show up. Be like, hello. All right. So we start in New York. Yeah. Is that where it is? I thought it was Japan. The beginning is in New York. I was curious about this too because I was like, are they in Tokyo? Don't worry. They go to Tokyo later. Does it say New York and I just didn't read it? <laughs> it says New York. We write in subtitles, even if it's like explaining a scene. <laughs> okay. There's this crazy zooming in shot to the boat where I was like, is somebody flying? Like, are we going to have a shot of somebody flying? No, it's just Warren's with the camera and he's like nearly drops it. And then it's like, Whoa. okay, I like this idea that this is not <laughs> even like crazy. the original version of what happened. It's like Logan wanted to make a movie to explain. <laughs> and he's like, the X-Men are all behind and the camera. Like, 
Warren, I need you. Okay, I can't do Logan's <laughs> voice anymore because now his voice isn't like that. Like I just started. Doing I know. Logan's I know. Voice, then but that's his not his voice, voice isn't growling. This, this. his voice is like, hey, I'm Logan. Hey, Warren, I got a camera for you. Still you, doing chicky. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like he he talks like a fucking '80s gangster. Like that is the vibe of this show. It's like an '80s cartoon. Is. I mean, I think I'm gonna love that aspect of this. So whatever. I mean, again, I laughed a lot at it, and I have. I feel like it's way more fun than Wolverine and the X Men's take on a again fully identical script. Identical. I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna be better than Wolverine and the X Men overall because there are some no. good episodes no. in there. But, but I think it's gonna be funnier. Yeah, I kind of wish Todd was here. I, th- <laughs> I feel like Todd would be scene. having a fucking. <laughs> Okay, I need Todd to watch this show. Todd, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you have to watch it. Anyway, back to the recap. So it's it's in New York. Why are they on a boat? Uh, who, who cares? I don't know. They're on a boat because they wanted to sing the song. It's like a nice boat. So they're like, you know, hanging out off Manhattan, going to see the Statue of Liberty or whatever the fuck, driving around on this boat. It's like really like a very nice yacht. It's a nice boat. And I'm like, whose boat is this? But it's probably Mariko's now that I think Isn't about this it. Like, yeah, wait, I was going to say, is this pre-X-Men? But it's not because it's like when Logan just leaves the X-Men. It's I don't know if this is going to be explained. <laughs> I don't know because the X-Men like kind of do and don't exist in this world. Like they refer to AIM. AIM. Uh, they must they must exist. I mean, we'll find out. This is going to be like the end of the X-Men anime when suddenly at the end they're like all the other X-Men are like around the world. <laughs> it's probably going to be like that. And then like somebody's going to turn into Takeo Dust and, yeah, and like wave do goodbye. some other anime bullshit. <laughs> I actually kind of assumed that Logan was so young here that maybe he hasn't even met Gene and Scott and crew yet because he looks really young here. That's all. Yeah, you're right. So Mariko is standing by herself on the deck of this boat her hair is blowing in the wind in front of the moon her hair is blowing in the wind she's wearing a slinky red dress and a headband yeah it really is like it <laughs> it's really like a feels weird like combination 80s. of things where it's like a really sexy red dress and then like a demure headband it's I'm so you, it's like it is very, it is very 80s. 80s it is very 80s she's wearing high top sneakers and leg warmers just kidding that'd be amazing that would be amazing <laughs> I'd be even better if Logan was wearing those. Yeah, he may as well be. Um, she's standing alone. We're going to see this shot of her standing alone in this dress like 60 more times for the rest of the episode. That's the first five minutes of the episode. Yeah, I don't it's even her know. And then, like, like Logan comes out eventually. So Logan walks out. They're, the extent of their relationship is these kinds of conversations. Him going, oh is it too cold for you? And her going, <laughs> no, not with you here. That's it. That's as deep as it ever gets between them. Ever. <laughs> We don't see anything. This is like peak anime. It all is, right? and it's also peak. Like a thirteen-year-old wrote this and was trying to imagine adult relationships. You know what I mean? Like nothing, nothing. Serious I really want to know what this genre happens. is called now because it really is a very specific genre. Like yeah, of anime. Yeah. Oh, um, maybe maybe our listeners can come up with a better term for it. So Logan says, Mariko, when I'm with you, I feel like the world is a better place. But guess what, Logan? It's not. People are still trying to fucking kill you. So this made me laugh. Three guys in fucking wetsuits with jetpacks fly out of the water and start shooting at Logan like a thousand bullets. I didn't even understand what they were at first. I was like, what the fuck just flew out of the water? It looks like fly. It looks like I was like, (laughs) I'm like, did scuba scuba diver helicopters just fly out of the water? Because they definitely look like 80s robots from an anime. They look like robots. I think they're people. I'm just going to keep on saying 80s. This is in the 80s. It is 80s. It is 80s. This all feels like it takes place in the 80s. This is a period piece. No one has phones. So honestly, it feels 
feels like it is the 80s. That's a good point. But this was like right on the brink of, of iPhone. cell phones. But I, Logan wouldn't have one. And we all. No, 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 no. I mean, like <laughs> this is what, 2012. So it's like we were just getting to the smartphone. Well, market. yes, but I'm just saying this show is not set in that time period. I you're right. You're right about this that. This show is set in the '80s, even though they never say that. I okay. Also, then Logan turns around and he has like a sonic scream. Did you notice that he yep. was like raw? <laughs> like the whole camera shook and like the boat shook and people shook. And I was like, is this just like dramatic nonsense? Like what's going on? <laughs> yes, it is because in a second Logan has the power of flight, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so Logan leaps in front of Mariko to block her from the thousands of bullets flying towards them, which. I think these guys are kidnapping Mariko. Shouldn't they be taking her alive? But they're just railing this entire boat with bullets. It's crazy. I don't know. So Logan obviously heals from the wounds. We get to see a cool shot of him healing. Yeah. And so he jumps in front of Mariko and then he flies into the air <laughs> towards the scuba divers. With and it claws doesn't out. explain how he flies. And he's like flying in slow motion like Scott in that one episode that we were making fun of. He jumped really high. All right. He jumps really fucking high. And then I like to imagine he just falls into the water and they kidnap Mariko. <laughs> <laughs> like that is what happens next. I mean, we we come back to the boat later and it's we don't even understand. It like goes further back before yeah, it goes that further scene. further back in time. <laughs> I thought that was insane, too. We see like a different scene of the two of them wearing the same outfits also having a non-specific conversation about how much they care about each other. Uh, okay, so then it goes to the opening credits, which which are insane. Okay, I am I am gonna <laughs> I I do think I loved them between this and the last X Men yeah. anime. I mean, they're both super anime, but I feel like this is even more anime oh, that for however, sure. However, okay. I do love the music here. <laughs> I love way more than whatever weird <laughs> yeah, symphonic. I didn't, I didn't really like the music in the X Men anime opening. Yeah, this, this is music. Gra- although- I'm gonna include this theme song. I don't even think I bothered for the. X-Men anime because I didn't care about it at all. I might continue to watch the opening to this because I like the music. though because i just finished watching chainsaw man which is literally like the best anime opening and best music i've ever heard for like a show period and like now i just when i don't like the music opening for like an anime or any tv show i'm just like i'll I'll mute it and pull up the chainsaw man music it is so (laughs) fucking good it's like you should make a fan-made music video that's the chainsaw man it would would probably fit but with with this this. so like there's a dramatic zoom in on logan who's like facing away from the camera and then he looks over his shoulder and it's like guitar is playing and we see like a thousand characters for two fucking seconds. One of whom is Yukio, the only one I recognize. It, that's all I wrote down here. I, I wrote something about Logan leaping on top of cars. Okay, dude, I can't even remember what the music sounds like. So you will have to splice it in because I, I keep on like I'm seeing the images of what's happening, like <laughs> yep, Yukio yep, stuff, but I'm yep. still hearing Chainsaw Man in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's completely valid. Um, so then after the credits, we get text on the screen saying one year later. And yeah. so, of course, you know, I read that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you know we're still in New York City? Did you? 
Are we? Yeah, we are. Of course, Ryan. I, I didn't read the next you. news. You know what's funny? There's no reason for us to be in New York City. We could again be in any city in the world. It doesn't matter. It's true. Also, matter. I'm glad that, I mean, that my notes do not help me because the next three notes are like, I'm describing what's happening as <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog and I don't know what I was meaning. <laughs> okay, so there's just, this guy. It literally says like, I'm like supersonic flying around. I don't know what I'm writing about. Like, <laughs> Goose the Shell versus Supersonic. That's what I wrote. Running around at the speed of sound. That's what you wrote down. Um, oh my God. So this guy, Asano, we don't learn his name till later, but just for the sake of it, I'll call him Asano now because why not? So he's wearing a three-piece suit. He is a Japanese CIA. I mean, I know it's not called the CIA. I don't know what the equivalent is in Japan, but he's a CIA agent on the roof. I don't know why he's on the roof. He's running a lot across the roof away from something. We don't know what yet. These guys, they look like ninjas, but they're not. But like metal robot ninjas. They're metal robot ninjas, of course, is the 80s. And they kind of look like nobodies from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, they're kind of creepy. And so they have the power to become invisible due to technology. Not magic. Due to ghosts in the shell. Yeah, due to ghosts in the shell technology. So like they they phase in and out of reality. <laughs> this is like hilarious to me that like they all like phase away because they all got naked. Because <laughs> that's what in ghost in the shell. Okay, that's <laughs> not. You <laughs> like, can just imagine case. like when he sees them all at first and then he's like, oh, it's like they're going to get me. And they all slowly take off their, their clothes. clothes. No, that doesn't happen. So like <laughs> a million guys are there. He shoots at them and the bullets clatter to the ground because I guess they also these suits they're wearing are bulletproof somehow. And then one of them has this crazy ray gun, which I think is what Ryan was talking about. The like sonic shit. Oh, that is what it says. They're shooting it at him. Oh, he does have a phone. He has a flip phone. I take it back. I guess it's not the 80s. Oh, that's why I says versus supersonic. I didn't mean like golden Dragon Ball Z Sonic the Hedgehog. I just meant like this gun. Yeah, so it is a supersonic gun and his his phone breaks. Yeah. And he like collapses in pain. I don't know what's happening to him. I thought he was going to turn out to be a robot because like everything else was breaking that was metal, but that's not what happened. No, I think it's um like some type of electromagnetic. I don't fucking know. It's hurting him. Well, in a second, something explodes into what looked like jizz and I was like, what is this weird jizz? Is bump, yeah, but that's you know, not what it do you is. Want to ex- like- do you want to explain what it is? Okay, well, I <laughs> I wrote so like I'm like I'm like I didn't understand what was being thrown in there, and then we hear like then Logan just starts talking, okay. like so he's there like above them, even higher on the rooftop. Please say what he threw. I'm gonna it's... tell. I'm getting okay. there. I'm just gonna point out that Logan, they're already on the rooftop, and then there's like a second a rooftop, rooftop that he manages to get onto, which is what is what the door is connected to. Which he's just been watching us on be tortured for like right. five minutes before he finally is like I can think of something to do here <laughs> okay so this is not a jizz bomb or any kind of grenade no it, but it, may it is well actually because he's holding a six pack and he has thrown a beer why does that work I, I mean it's sprayed the like, beer in his face somehow- but for sure the beer turns into like sea foam it's not even like foam because it got shook up it's just, it just explodes it's just like head everywhere yeah I don't even know like it's like more head that could even come out of a beer can <laughs> it's uh it's jizz it's Logan's jizz I don't know it's crazy why does he throw a beer can i don't know and then he proceeds to throw more beer yeah because there's just beer flying everywhere like I, he keeps on pulling out more beer from like it's a six pack that is secretly like a 20 pack i don't this is his no. this is like his 
actual weapon in this scene is cans of beer, which is so video game and so 13-year-old attempting at a cool guy. Oh my god, he like can't announce that he was there yes. instead of like trying to stealth this. He's just like, hey guys. I'm gonna throw a beer. What does he even fucking say there? I feel he like... He says, y'all don't really play fair, do ya? Let's say we even out the odds. Oh my god. Which is, these aren't cool lines. Like these are not... Like, no creativity <laughs> was wasted in coming up with those two lines. Uh, that's unfortunate because I think Warren Ellis ended up writing this mm-hmm. and I was like, um, or translating <laughs> I it. Know. I don't know what happened, but know. whatever. So so they all take off their clothes and get naked again yeah. and disappear. And <laughs> Logan's like, we go into smell-o-vision. So Logan's sniffing around. And, and the way that they animate this is crazy. He stabs invisible people, but it looks like he's stabbing the wall for like well, he's sta- Okay, the way that they do it is they show him stab the wall uh, and it will freeze frame there for like a full five seconds and make a No blood, shing, by the way. And then slowly somebody would fade into there. And they fall down. There would be an insane amount of blood on his claws, but it just isn't there. I don't know why there's no blood on this show, but like there were uh, there was so much fucked up shit on the other X-Men anime. I'm like, why is this like PG? I know, and on this <laughs> one, suddenly they're like, we need this 13-year-old audience. Well, you know what? I, that seems to be the target audience, right? I think it like, is. I think it is. So there's no blood. So he's stabbing a bunch of invisible people and he looks insane. But the X-Men anime, was that for like adults? Because it was I think so. really dark. <laughs> I mean, I think it was a smarter show. I think it was a more complicated show than this is. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'll say that. It had more themes. This is when Logan's like, hey, Asano. And so I was like, oh, hey, Logan. Well, there's a part where Logan. They know each other. Asano, like, but literally goes, oh, hey, Logan. And I was like, yeah. Uh, weren't you like in pain like two <laughs> seconds ago? Whatever. Yeah. Also, like, it's weird how casual Asano is because he was just almost murdered. Okay, but then also this guy grabs Asano and pulls him over the edge of the building. We're halfway through the episode, by the way. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's how little happens in this. (laughs) I know. So they're falling, skyrocketing to the fucking ground, and they're going to die. Well, Logan uses his claws. But don't worry, Logan can fly. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not what happens. Um, Logan uses his claws, and he he leaps off the side of the building. I do think this is probably accurate according to physics. He uses his claws to drag the side of the building as they're falling, (laughs) and so they're falling. Sorry, just imagine, like... That theory that somebody's like, if you drop a penny off the Empire State Building and it hits somebody, it'll really hurt them. And so I just imagine somebody getting hit by Logan? a penny off the Empire State Building and like, ow, that really hurt. And then Logan lands on them and like kills them. <laughs> okay, but that's really funny. But then what does land is another beer Which that falls from the sky and he perfectly catches it Opens and goes, it. what's up, pal? Welcome to New York. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's how we find out he's in New York. Who is this character? I don't. Like, who is this? This is not Logan. Logan's never been cool enough to catch a beer can like that. This is ever. like, you're right. It is very. It would fall on Logan's head and he'd be like, who threw that? You know what? This is Logan Jr. when Gambit and Logan had a baby together. Yeah, this is, this is fucking X-Men babies. This is. <laughs> it's another Logan clone. It's X-25. <laughs> yeah, sure. Logan, Logan goes out with this guy to some bar and it's like, I they, this is kind of gay to me, even though they end up talking about gay. Mariko and they're like, yeah, it's pretty gay because, you know, Logan didn't actually hit that. I, I feel like Mariko and Logan is like not a relationship I don't, on this I show. Don't know. It's not sexual at all. Mariko 
is like literally an item on this show again she is it's like she's not a person so bad which is so ironic because at various points logan is like mariko should have a say in this and at no point does she get a say at that point it's just comedy to me whenever they touch this storyline in the mcu they have got to give mariko more agency because even though the wolverine while very good they did a better job with her in the wolverine i know i i totally basically having her be the one making those decisions. But yes, it's still not ideal. I mean, she tries to commit suicide at the beginning of that movie. Yes, so it's there's really that. grim. Yeah. But I, I still, despite how sad that is, I still like it better. No, I, than no, this. I, I, listen, I got, I sold you guys on the Wolverine before we saw it. I was yeah, like, I was like, no, listen, of all the X-Men films that were made by Fox, I think this one might be the best one. I think it's I, I'm the kind most, of agreeing. the most in character for Logan. And it's like, just got the right and it's pacing. It's a good story. Yeah, you know, I, anyway. you know, whatever. So anyway, so he's at this bar and Asano luckily had a second smartphone. That didn't break. Is it a smartphone? I, I don't know. Well, he's he's Logan's talking to Son. Is he has that really gay line? He's like, "Hey, you haven't aged a day, sexy." Uh, yeah, and Logan's like, "Yeah, but you look like you've aged ten years or something." <laughs> It's like you look like shit. <laughs> and and like, I saw okay, it's like well, I missed those days. They both are like we missed those days together. I'm like, what were those days? Were you guys were blowing dating. each other? Like I don't know what to expect with these guys. Yeah, and Asana's like, so I need to tell you about Mariko because she got kidnapped. Yeah, and he has a really long monologue. He doesn't have a cell phone. I think it's like some other piece of technology, like a little laptop. Or well, because it creates a like Tony Stark level hologram. I don't know. It's like he's got a lot of pictures on there of Mariko looking sad. <laughs> which is like, why does he have That's those? Mariko's default. She doesn't know how to be happy. She I know. We've never seen her smile. I'm, well, okay, so but this is the same plot, though, because Asana's it bringing is. up that Mariko is... Shingen's daughter. That's the dramatic reveal at the end of the monologue. Well, but they talk about this... I think the guy's name is Kuzio. So Kuzudio is the name of... The faction of the Yakuza that they're in. Oh. It's the name of Wait, the Wait, who's gang. the name of the guy? Her fiance? Yeah. Her fiance is named Hideki Kuruhagi. I think it's the same guy in the movie, but it's the same. I'm looking this up to make sure it's the same character. Well, it's definitely the same character. That's for sure. Noburo. That's what they named him in the movie. So it's not the same character, but it's the same story beat, pretty much. Yeah. Although, interestingly... I didn't know who the guy was in the white suit at the end of this episode, but that's the fiance. Did you get that? Yes, I did. I didn't understand that. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? No, no, no. Anyway, I, I understood that. I That's why I was getting confused. I, I confused. So this guy's kind of like a combination of that guy in the Wolverine and also. He's also um, in charge of Badgerpore in this. Yeah, he is. So they have changed some things about like the basics of the plot. But yeah, it's all kind of the and, same. And Asano's like he's he's living in the cyberpunk version of <laughs> Ganondorf's castle. Yes. Yep. That's right. And that that is Madripoor. <laughs> or no, Shingen is living in the cyberpunk version of of Ganondorf's castle. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. He kind of has the same compound that Shingen has in the Wolverine. It like actually looked so similar. Well, that I was like, when did this come out? And when did the Wolverine come out? But honestly, it's probably the exact same in the comics as well with the compound and everything. Yeah. I mean, isn't Silver some form of Silver Samurai going to be on the show too? And we haven't seen him yet. Well, I'm assuming it's her dad or whoever again. I don't know. Okay, wait. So when did this show come out? When did this come out? So this came out in 2011. 
All right, now say the Wolverine. Oh my God. Okay, that's 2013. That is so weird. I bet they watched this anime before they made that movie. Because <laughs> they don't fucking read comic books over at Fox. Well, they so probably like, read the yeah. comics too, because it's James Mangold. So I'm willing to give him that credit. That's true. James Mangold actually knows what yeah, to do. Yeah, he actually gives a shit. But they probably did watch this anime. And honestly, they probably were like, there's some bullshit in this anime that we're going to change. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, like, I appreciate that. Anywho, Mariko is being sold in marriage as is as is the classic storyline for her shingen is trying to negotiate building a base for himself and his you know subsection of the yakuza his gang in madripoor madripoor is functionally owned by this guy hideki that's why mariko has to marry this guy and she has been kidnapped on this show yeah in the wolverine movie she kind of goes along with it and she's like i have to do this for my dad this she doesn't even have a personality she doesn't get to talk it's bizarre I mean, she essentially has no lines and doesn't exist. It doesn't even, it's, it's I don't, I, it's very, I've never understood Mariko and Logan's relationship in the comic books because they don't seem to have any chemistry whatsoever. Like why Logan, she's like such a far cry from all the other women and alleged men that they he, they can't talk about in the comic <laughs> books that he's been interested in. Yeah, he, he mostly dates loudmouths and Mariko is like, Quiet. Yeah, he's like he wants like Storm and Gene and like Silver Fox and Sabretooth to step on him. You know, like that is kind of his vibe. Is Mariko behind closed doors just a dominatrix? Because I love that for her. <laughs> really funny. I she's love like, that she's for like, her, and I want that to be like. True. As soon as the door closes, he turns around. She's like, I'm full course. She's like, with, listen she's up, like, bitch. She's like, bend over, bitch, and like she puts on the strap yep. on. Okay, anyway, new listeners here. We're also not uh, family friendly show. This is what the show's like. Uh, anyway. <laughs> It's like we're sitting here, we're oh like criticizing God. this show for being like, listen, this show feels like it's a fan fiction. Anyway, Mariko took out the, the strap, strap on, on. <laughs> and the sex swing for Logan. <laughs> yeah, Pluggy's there. He's oh, like, oh, oh, I'm part of this too. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, we basically summarize this really long monologue that Asano gives to Logan. And Logan concludes by giving a blank eyed stare to the camera and saying, I'm off to Tokyo. <laughs> Well, then okay, we get another yeah, flashback, even further back in time, to more of just the great. <laughs> wait, wait, this is really funny though, because this scene is Marco walking over to Logan, and she's like, "Logan, I need to tell you something." And Logan's like, "You don't need to tell me anything, sweetheart. As long as you're here, I'm happy." And she goes, "Okay," and then that's it. In the flashback, and I was like. I'm sure we're going to come back to him because this is how anime works. Know, but it was just like, like she's like Logan. I have to tell written. you something, and he's like, you don't. And it's like, when are we not going to advance your relationship? Or and, and she's looking sad, and then she looks at the camera and smiles. I guess <laughs> it's like kind of like very it anime. Is, she's and like, like um, got the right, glittery, anyway. tear-filled eyes, where she's like, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like we're supposed to get that she's really happy with him, but like, there's nothing character development-wise on either of their parts to indicate that they would like each other. This show. Like what? What is it? All right. Anyway, so we get a plane. Logan and Asano take a plane. Logan stares at the window at his reflection. <laughs> has a monologue for like twelve minutes. He's like, "Hey, I don't, I didn't... I'm on my way to you, Mariko. Don't worry, I'll yeah. be there in, you know, in about no, no, four no, no, hours." No, 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 no. The, the voice is like it's very much more like, "I'm on my way to you, Mariko. Me, Logan. <laughs> I am going to follow our hearts' <laughs> desires." Like that's his voice, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And Asano is just like looking at his watch in the background, like, "Are you going to talk for the whole flight, dude? Because like this is going to be." A while. <laughs> it's a like, long flight from New York to Japan. And you like, are just going uh, on and on. 
to Tokyo. Anyway, so, so we get to Tokyo, Japan. It's still nighttime. Again, it will be nighttime for the entirety of the show. There's no daylight no, in this no, show, no, but no, I no, really no. love this one scene because it's so Logan. <laughs> where okay, like it really they is. they go to the compound where Mariko is being yes. held. There's a bunch of scary yakuza guys wearing sunglasses at night outside. Yeah, and Logan just walks by the front door. <laughs> so Looks at the looks so at all slowly. of them. Keeps walking, and then it goes inside this van where, like, we have the CIA and Asano with like a girl and this other guy inside the van. Yeah, and the girl's the hacker. And literally, one of them is like, "Why the <laughs> fuck is he walking right past the front gate?" And Asano goes, "IDK, that's just what he does." <laughs> it's it's like, so funny. <laughs> He's like, you know. Uh, the conditions might not call for us handling this one by the book. Let Logan do what he's going to do. And like his coworkers are so annoyed. And they're like, Logan is fucking this up for us. It's so funny. And Asana's like, Asana's like, listen, I dated him for like a year. This is just his MO, all right? Like he's really, he, just he plays stuff. stupid, but like it's also like walking right into a trap and being like, is this a trap? But also like he can't die. So like he'll be fine. But like it is stressful to be around the guy. <laughs> Okay, but then there's like a fourth agent who's following Logan around. Yes. But yes. loses sights on Logan when Logan turns a corner. Because Logan hops over the wall. Right. And again, they're like, why the fuck is he doing that now? <laughs> and Sana's like, no, don't worry. This is just what he does. Again, like he keeps being like, this but is then just. Inside of his head, he's going, don't blow this, Logan, which is like also funny because it's like Asano. It is really <laughs> funny because they're like, what is he doing? And what we get an animation of for a while is Logan doing like ballet <laughs> moves over. Over the cameras and spinning around them and shit, and also moving at like quicksilver speed while dancing. I was like, "What's going on?" This is like <laughs> Gambit crossed with Sonic right here. Like, I don't even know how to describe this scene. It's like if Dante from Devil May Cry fucked Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> in the X Mansion and then their child the brood and like had adamantium <laughs> in their body. Mister Sinister's watching and he's like, "I've got a great idea for another mutant." <laughs> <laughs> god so then logan like scratching his chin <laughs> and grinning that's, yeah that's also <laughs> happening so like then logan after cartwheeling past six security cameras ends up behind a bush <laughs> like this we are describing this really sounds like something i had written in high school it may as well be listeners please go listen to our original podcast Giffio 7 which is only three episodes long and really terrible it's on our patreon <laughs> it's, pretty good. it's one of the many many podcast bonuses that you can get a podcast bonus bonus podcast episodes you can get but it's, it's like good. we were reading these old stories i wrote like in middle school where ryan would always write action scenes where like every character would like do six back flips characters are like <laughs> rolling around doing cartwheels and he's like what like there's like a somebody's pulling out a blaster one character does like four cartwheels and somersaults and a whole floor show it's like that is what we're watching <laughs> it's so right funny here. to picture that happening and that is but it's like what look it's actually what doing. is about to occur in this quote-unquote fight scene <laughs> Oh my god, it's so it's really It's wild. I don't I didn't even know. I didn't even know what this note is. Lo, I wrote a note that says Logan is Mariko. I don't know what that means. Okay. Well <laughs> this is our flashback on the boat. This is okay. So what happens is Mariko walks out of of the door and Logan is watching her from the bushes. Oh. And then he goes, Mariko. And then, it, like, as though we, the viewer, aren't sure who Mariko is because she's wearing a kimono in this scene. <laughs> oh, that's it's right. Like, oh, what if we don't know who she is? We get a flashback to her in the red dress. And it's like, we get who this is. There's only one woman. 
on the show. And it's Mariko. Like, what is happening? So far, so far. Eventually, we're going to have a lesbian here, yeah, too. I know. So. And there is the lady hacker in the van who's like, why the fuck are we working with I don't, this guy? I don't think she's going to... I mean, she's, she's not, not going to be there for a She doesn't have a name. Somebody's going to die. All these characters, they're like the lab assistants, the X-Men. We know they're going to die. Like, that's Naturally. just how this goes. Oh, my God. Like, oh, we have this flashback, and then it just goes right back to the present, and Logan's like... <laughs> She's like sniffing the air. Okay, but then Shingen somehow senses Logan is out there and he stands up, gets his katana from a stand nearby dramatically, and then walks out and he's There's like... There's going to be a lot of katanas. Yeah, of course. A lot of katanas, a lot of pistols, a lot of sunglasses at night. That is what we are watching, folks. <laughs> so Shingen walks right up to Mariko and like a bunch of his you know, goons are following him as well. And then Logan in the bushes loudly whispers, Shingen! <laughs> 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 Shingen goes, you know, the eyes can sometimes deceive, but a clear mind sees all. Can we, I really like the idea of the, the, CIA, the CIA people being in the van and them going, why is he yelling his name? And his son is still going, this is just what Logan does. <laughs> he yells the name of every person who walks out. He's like, Mariko, Shingen. Shingen, guy with sunglasses, Wesker. So like, crazy. Because then oh Shingen heard Logan clearly and he throws his sword at Logan and Logan stands up to dodge it. That's really funny because I thought, okay, I thought Shingen just had like psychic powers. And I, was like, I mean, I think that's the real reason. I just came up with the headcanon that he heard him because that's way funnier. It's not really like psychic powers. It's like spiritual. Yes, yes. He has ninja powers, powers where he's like, yeah. I can sense someone is on my property and they're right there. There and he throws his sword, and Logan has to stand up to reveal himself as he's leaping out of the way. And Marco just screams, Logan! She's gonna say that 16 more times for the rest of the episode. <laughs> this line is so bad, too. Like, Shigen's like got all his men pointing guns at Logan, and Asana goes, Welcome to Tokyo. Hope you survived the experience. And I was like, Wow. Yeah, like Asano's just talking to Logan through the security camera. Like, Logan can't hear him. It's just Asano, like, saying a dramatic line to no one, you know? Like, that's the kind of show this is. Okay. Well, Logan and Shingen have this whole argument about... Which is essentially a recreation of the D2 argument between Master Brain and oh, wait, no, Agent no, 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 we're D. not even there yet. <laughs> okay. I, I, but I did write that down also in my notes. So we'll have to explain that. Also, new listeners, if I you want to go watch our, our X-Men parodies that we thing. made in high school, go to our YouTube channel, TheMutantAges.com. We reacted to it. But there's like... There is like a whole scene where two of our friends were, we're fighting doing with some anime bullshit. Swords. That's how anime this is. I know. I forget it's what those are called, Boken or something. I don't know. I don't but know. anyway, wooden practice swords is all I know that them to be called. Oh my god, I feel like I should know. I feel like I've just called it the wrong I mean, thing. Just text Ryte and ask him. No, it is Boken. <laughs> like B-O-K-K-E-N, but it's like not even I don't know. I mean, it's also like that's what we're leading up to is not even an actual katana fight. It's two men beating the shit out of each other with wooden bats, essentially. Okay. Why? Can I go back a second? Okay, fine. Because what Logan says is he's there to take Mariko home. Yes. And Shingen's like, too bad. I'm using her to marry this other guy. And Logan's like, but she needs to be with me. And I wrote down, nobody asks her opinion. Well, yeah. And he says, she's not a chess piece you can move around. Mariko's her own person. And which is a hilarious line for Logan to say when Mariko's had no lines, no characterization. Okay, well, like nothing. two seconds later, Logan's going to basically like yes, claim her yes. anyway. I know. But then then we go into the fight scene where it's that duel. It is like the rest of the episode. Yes, them. because Shingen is like, well, let's duel over her. And Logan's like, okay. They literally say, <laughs> let's have a duel. 
I, dude, it's like, I, again, it reminded my friend, our friend Rai. Yep. They're banging the freaking swords against each other. Yep. And Logan's like, I see there's some truth to the stories about your sword skills. I was like, why is this like so anime? Like, it's, it's like so they, they could have added in some cool lines, but instead it's like. No, no, there's not a single cool line in this entire episode, which is part of what makes it so funny. No, Matt, I really think you're right that it is supposed to be a very specific, specific genre of anime. And I think Warren Ellis did that on purpose. I mean, I think that's probably true. And I think they also did want this to be for younger viewers. Because right. it's so goofy and simple. And I, I even wonder, now that I'm saying it, if the wooden practice sword decision, the Boken, is because it's for kids, you know? Yeah. Like, they didn't want to show Shingen hitting Logan yeah. with a real sword over and over. Okay, we, we are jumping to conclusions here because there's like 12 episodes of this. Anything could happen. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, it's very strange that they're like, okay, let's have this duel for Mariko's soul, essentially. And like Shingen is just beating the shit out of Logan with this wooden sword, and like well, barely. I, I mean, they they're actually doing fine up until Shingen jumps backwards, and he has like some classic <laughs> he has a force blast. Yeah, I was gonna say like, why does he have link? Well, I was gonna say like Link's blast, but like this again is an anime thing where he just throws. His... He has like Ryu's like Hadouken from Street Fighter, essentially. But it comes out of his sword and blows some like energy at Logan, yeah. which kind of cuts Logan in half, and then he heals. The healing looks cool. The, the healing looks great. That is the only time we see blood, really. Hold on. This line is crazy where Shingen screams, you'll never possess what is mine, referring to his daughter, which is yeah, fucked up. And then Logan goes, damn it, you don't own her. But like, it's basically saying that he does. And I was like, yep. this is awful. It is. Like, it's not I great. Can't. And meanwhile, there's like constant cuts to Mariko sobbing in the background. Wait, 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 but then like Logan gets shot with the vial of purple goo. Okay, and so then... no, wait, wait. Before we get to the vial of purple goo, I just want to say Logan loses this fight like six times. It's just that he has a healing factor, so he keeps getting back up. Yeah. How is that fair at all? Uh, it's not. Like, Shingen wins this battle repeatedly. Like, I'm just pointing out that this is fucking stupid. Meanwhile, it's like Wolverine and the X-Men, Mariko in the background being like, Logan, I don't want you to die. <laughs> well, it's, I'm just saying it's stupid. Like, I don't see why Shingen isn't like, this isn't fair. And I guess that's why I'm actually on the side of the guy who shoots Logan with the purple dart. Actually, Mariko's the one who's like, this isn't fair. And I thought that he was going to be like, it actually is fair because Logan's a fucking mutant. This this, this purple. <laughs> okay, so it's it's not. I don't know if it turns off his healing factor, but it, it does paralyze him. It paralyzes him. It's very similar to the Wolverine movie. Right. That's why I was like, did they pull from this? Because it is such did. a similar, it's similar situation. Okay, but so after this conversation of who owns Mariko between Shingen and Logan, Mariko's fiance comes in. He's like, actually, I own Mariko. Yep. And I was like, yep. this is crazy. A third man is here to own Mariko. Can Yukio please show up and be like, yeah, Mariko is not an item, you yeah. guys. No, Yukio shows up and she's like, I own Mariko. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I, they, you know the way the show is going it's entirely possible anyway the purple goo paralyzes Logan's nervous system I yes. don't know how that works it's by Ames chemical warfare division according to Hideki who's the fiance okay okay fine 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 but like I think at the end it, I think he does break out of it and his healing factor works again because he like is about to jump up well but... we don't get to find out because we get a dramatic cut to the credits Ryan well, first, we first, first, hold on. Before that, we have another flashback to earlier in the episode of Asano and Logan at the bar. Why was that there? And Logan's like, this is our fiance. This okay. is him. Oh, so I just, I didn't put that together. 
I now yeah. realize that's why the flashback was there. So clearly I'm so fucking stupid. I need oh the flashback. Oh my God, I can't believe you need the flashback. <laughs> so Logan pops out of that flashback with his claws and starts screaming. Devil May Cry music comes up. It's like... <laughs> and, but then this is like so anime. And also it's of that genre you're talking about where he slashes... This, there's like multiple slashes going yes. across the screen. It's like slash. You see Shingen slash. Mariko's, Mariko's face. Slash. We see what Hideki. And then yeah, we Hideki's see, face. And then slash. And then it's like Logan, Logan screaming in pain. And then it's, but everybody's faces are like drawn in a slightly different style where it's like colored pencil. You know what I mean? Like it's like a dramatic shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so dumb. And then the credits play and I watch the credits and there's like three separate shots of the moon in the credits. <laughs> I mean, I also watched the credits, but I think I got to rewatch them because that's at that point I was in Slack messaging so you many shots being like, um, Logan was naked in front of the moon at one point And I was like, all right, <laughs> all right, sure. This is not a strong pilot. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It did make me think a lot about the Wolverine movie and how good that was. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then we'd be like well at least this is gonna be an easy 12 episodes for us to watch so whatever yeah i mean <laughs> like, it was it was to the point where i was like should we do like two episodes per no podcast? no we can't because do that because we're gonna be running out of shits if we don't if they don't if marvel doesn't start releasing some actual x-men content so we're gonna run out of shows i know so. x-men 97 hello marvel we we have Legion we don't want to watch the, the gifted, gifted. Please. No, I, 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 we gotta like at least give that a shot. We should just watch Mutant X. I feel like people would rather listen to that. No, I actually do want to watch Mutant X on here because if it's... we really run out of stuff, we'll do that. Yeah, but I'm not worried because we're fine. Listen, listeners, we're gonna be okay because. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you went on this tangent of worrying about what we're gonna. I don't watch know them. either. I also didn't realize there was three seasons of Legion. That's crazy. Isn't there like a equally that many of the gifted? But like, I mean, like there's a bunch of bunch of other X Men crossover stuff that we'd watch if we really really ran out of stuff. We can literally watch the entire superhero squad show because Logan's in every episode. Okay, Ryan, rate the episode. No, I like, it's like a one out of it's five. A one. It's not. It, okay, but I'm going to give it a two because I laughed a lot. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll give it, I'll give it a two. <laughs> I'll give it a two for the guitars. It's not good. I feel like I could go higher if I could understand if it's supposed to be a genre film or not. Yeah. I, I just don't know enough about this. I think, I think it's fair to give it a one because it's not a good pilot. <laughs> like and it's supposed to be a pilot a pilot is supposed to grab your attention and kind of sell you on the show and i am not sold on the show who's this guy it's not logan, it's not logan. who's mariko i don't know she's not allowed to have lines or agency so we'll... also like asano is a character invented for the show who's like weirdly a main character like i'm like why wasn't this nick fury or something well okay that's that's exactly what it is it's doing the same thing as x-men the anime where they're like okay we're not gonna put moira in here we're gonna put in like a japanese version of moira so right okay yeah that's actually a good point which is fine i'm i'm okay yeah, with that no so this is this asano guy is kind of like japanese nick fury right i like logan that. and nick fury are definitely exes in that in the marvel universe 100 oh yeah so. and logan and asano have a similar like this is the guy who's like an agent and like works with a mutant from time to time watch asano get an eye patch later i'm just gonna google this <laughs> who is asano supposed to be based on does it say no uh I'm still Googling. Well, I'm going to give it a one for now, I guess. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on. This is actually helpful. Uh, he was an agent for the Public Intelligence Security Agency, a Japanese government organization tasked with bringing down the Kazurio, which maybe they, like, explain, and I just didn't understand. He was an old ally of Logan. The two met about 10 years prior to the events of Mariko. 
and Logan considered him to be one of the few friends he could trust. Okay, so that means they were dating. Okay, do we do we have enough to say that we want to do a who's gay section? Uh, yes. gonna go ahead and say logan and asano are definitely ex-lovers and they're definitely filling the gap that was nick fury i would agree and logan they have a very similar dynamic and this entire episode is them they have more chemistry than mariko and logan i will say that <laughs> i totally agree and i just read that thing that wikipedia said that logan is like this is one of the few people in the world i can trust i'm like okay so that means they dated like that is what that means because yep. that, that's what it always means for logan I don't know. They go to a bar together. We're supposed to believe that. Also, like, it's a completely empty bar. I don't know. It's a weird situation. It's weird. And Logan's like. Logan saves him. Asano is the damsel in distress. Logan does the Superman yeah. thing where he leaps off a building to save his friend. Yeah, they do the Spider-Man kiss, you know. Yeah, they kind of do. I mean, it is similar. Except like Logan like chugs a beer first and it's yeah, like weird. Well, okay. Also, Logan is like a cool guy in this so he's he's like a cool bisexual man like dante except he also has never had sex before because he's dating mariko oh my god that's why he eventually hooked up with asano is because him and mariko like clearly were not fucking it doesn't really count if it's with a guy is there any actual queer coding in this episode maddie i don't think there is I think there is in the sense that it feels like it's 13 year olds. I mean, I don't know. Like, Okay, hold on, hold on. Hear me out. I do feel like there's some intentional queer coding being written in. The fact that Logan is very much like this dangerous bisexual yep. disaster energy. Like, I mean, he really like yeah. Dante from Devil May Cry. And like, I know a lot of street dudes are into him, but Dante is somebody that many, many people read as like a super bisexual character. Same with Trish. It's because he wears a red jacket with no shirt under it. That's bi. That's bi energy right oh, there. Is, is Don't that, ask is me to like, define why. Is this like the same thing as like if a woman's wearing a white and it has blonde hair, it's Emma Frost. Like that's yeah, the same exactly. thing. exactly. If you're wearing a leather red coat and no shirt under. No, no, no. I'm thinking more like, yeah, you're right about that. But I'm also thinking like, <laughs> Like, Logan in this is very, like, sexy and seductive when he's about to attack his enemies. Like, you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I also do. kind of flurry with Asano. And, like, that is, it's just, like, this same energy as Dante where mm-hmm. it's just, like, it, like that sexiness, that sexy edge is, That's, like, like directed Gambit. towards Gambit's everyone. a better way to, yeah, better. Yeah, I mean, this is why I've compared him to Gambit, but Dante's another good example because Dante has that, like, weird virgin chad energy right and so and again there's definitely queer coding going on with dante because he's like this demon dude right so like and he loves everybody yeah i mean exactly he has and so like and, yeah. right and like queer coding is very much like oh you're bad yeah like, you're lucifer i mean lucifer's always queer and androgynous and so you're the king of demons so therefore mm-hmm. you're also bisexual because fuck the queers yeah. like that is kind of <laughs> like the logic behind queer coding pretty much and also like oh how fucked up could it be you you have sex with not not just one gender but but any gender. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so like, because when Logan starts acting straight, 
and stupid. It's like over Mariko's shit. But like, like everywhere no else, he's that. got this like cool, dangerous energy, you know? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that bisexuals are dangerous. I'm just saying that's what queer coding would read a bisexual to no, be. No, I totally get what you're saying. I am dangerous. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for Yukio to show up because, first of all, we're just going to put her in this section. Ooh, talk about dangerous bisexual energy. <laughs> I know, right? She's got a motorcycle. Oh, Logan also has a motorcycle in the closing credits. Just worth oh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I have to go back and watch it again. Yeah, you do. There's motorcycles galore in this show, which they also had in the X-Men anime, and we loved. <laughs> um, I guess I'm suggesting motorcycles are inherently gay. I don't know why I'm bringing that up in this section, but I guess I stand by it. They are kind of gay. I think, I think it, well, you know what? Our our good friend Steph, who played Rouge and D-Men, has a motorcycle. Damn straight. <laughs> and is gay. Well, on that note, MutantAges.com, everybody. It's yeah, a it's a place you can go. Um, next week, we'll probably have a spotlight if Yukio is joining the show. Because oh, we've not done a spotlight so. on Yukio. We haven't, but it would be very fun to do one on her whenever she shows up. Yeah, we could finally explain that she was supposed to be gay. We have done one on Mariko before. So you can check out the archives if you want to find that. I feel like that would be way, way long ago whenever we did Mariko. But it's somewhere. Um, anywho, uh, MutantAges.com. We've got everywhere you can contact us. We got an email address, themutantages at gmail.com. We've got a Discord server link. It's over in the right-hand sidebar at our website. You can join it. It's an infinite Discord link. You can just join anytime. We got a voicemail inbox, 1508-319-1668. You can leave us voicemails. We play them on our listener feedback episodes and respond to them there. And we have a PO box, which is PO box 3344. Natick, Massachusetts, 01760. 789-654409. None of that was the numbers. Listen only to me and not to Ryan. We are Uh, all over social media at the Mutant Ages. Don't have a Blue Sky account yet. Send us invites, I guess. Whatever. Fuck it. What? 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 I don't even know what this is. It's Jack's new Twitter competitor, Jack Dorsey. Oh, boy. I I can't. You're more up to... all stupid who cares it doesn't matter i just where's the mutant you're like announcing this to me i'm like oh my god i need another way to communicate with people you don't i'm I'm sorry we just had a landline (laughs) (laughs) so we do have that voicemail that i mentioned that is our landline so just call that okay okay? people (laughs) but if you must follow us on social media we're at the mutant ages everywhere i'm at Mitty myers how about you rye I am Ryan Pagella everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, so you're gonna give YouTube, out your Twitch. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. Nobody needs to call me. I'm going to get enough spam calls. But, you know, <laughs> since I since I brought up Kingdom Hearts, I am playing uh, the. Oh, my God. I'm playing Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories right now, Maddie. Oh, my God. I know. But the PS2 remake of it. That because I can't play that game. I have watched terrible. the cutscenes repeatedly because I love them. But the game is bad. <laughs> oh my god! I you know I was kind of hoping because I've I've gotten into deck building games. And I was like, oh maybe it'll be easier now no. that I understand that. No, it's still stupid. I it's, was like, it's not a deck never building mind. Game. It's a really bad game. Anyway, so Ryan's playing Chain of Memories. Go check that out on a Switch yeah. channel. Uh, um, what, what else, else we, we got have? here? I don't Patreon? know. Yeah, Patreon's a place you can go. Patreon.com slash The Mutant Ages. We talked about our, some of our bonus episodes that you can find on there, like Ifeo 7. But we and also bros. recently recorded, yeah, a bonus episode with Todd about 
bros, which we all got in our queer feelings about and talked about dating apps and all that shit. Oh it was God. a really fun episode. Our new listeners that may be popping on from this, we do talk a lot about Marvel and other comic book we stuff do. on there. Bros is sort of an exception to the rule. We we have a She-Hulk episode with Todd. And, and we, the Super Mario Brothers. Uh, and the Super Mario Brothers movie. Well, we talk about video game movies sometimes, too. At some point, I think when Todd and Maddie catch up in Sea Gardens of Galaxy Volume 3, yeah, we probably will we'll definitely talk do uh, We did, we did not record anything for the first two Guardians. I don't know why really? but the third was that maybe? before our show existed maybe oh no you're right you're right because i was living with my ex at the time yeah those like are that's old. how long it was since volume two isn't that crazy yeah, yeah it is really so crazy. maybe think- we'll we'll do a guardians super cap uh we i haven't even seen the holiday special i'm behind on my guardians it's all good shit i would like to watch it i like the guardians of the galaxy mantis for life all right i love her i liked those first two movies i enjoyed them yeah yeah. So I will probably enjoy the third one and the holiday special. I just haven't gotten around to it, but I will. But anyway, we'll the point is that we, we, do, we do review stuff once yep. one like we all see like we saw Black Panther 2. That's yes, on there. Yes. Um, like that's probably the most recent Marvel thing. And if you scroll way back, we've talked about uh, Captain Marvel, Deadpool 2. We've done we've done a bunch of reactions. We even did a 2019 era reaction to Dark Phoenix. Like way back That's when. Which is so crazy. It in is crazy. To, that like, is what we how ended long watching. the show has been around is that we saw Dark Phoenix. You know what's really funny is that on our Patreon, on that podcast, if you guys go and listen to it, it is like us having this reaction of like how awful we felt about it. But on our show, when we reviewed it, we actually managed to pull out some stuff that we enjoyed about the movie, but it was only the first half. But like in the podcast on the Patreon, we it's couldn't. us just being like, this is terrible. Yeah, but that kind of makes sense. That's yeah. how we felt at the time. We felt really betrayed. No, no, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just a great example, which is nowhere else to be found in the Mutant Ages lore world <laughs> yeah. where like we watched something had a reaction and then went back and reviewed it which we did with wandavision like we did like ep- each episode we were like oh my god this is how we feel about it this week and then yeah you're right that's true but eventually eventually we're probably gonna cover it here on the show so that it you know it's just interesting to see like initial reactions versus like actually picking it apart and being like i feel you know, like what's... you're forgetting that we recorded a massive wandavision recap app with todd on we did show. but we're still gonna end up reviewing Brian, it, like, we can't do it again yes we can <laughs> We can't just keep rewatching WandaVision. I mean, I'm Listen, not, I'm not okay. against doing I, that, but we did do a really <laughs> long series of episodes about every episode of WandaVision and then a full okay, recap. Uh, Wanda, is a great show to go in right. when I'm on an anxiety <laughs> so, spiral. I agree. All right. I anyway, it, so but... you can go to our Patreon and download all these, but you can also get other things too, like bonus videos. Maybe we should rewatch all of X Men TAS. What do you think about that? We should sure, just I think that's a great idea. We but should let's see like, what we think of it the second let's time. Let's have the entire Mutant Ages t- like casters of Katie Todd and Rye and the other again. Maddie are all there. No, my God, no, we're not. <laughs> Jesus, I no. Anyway, you can go. You can go find all this on our Patreon, and also our top tier Patreon supporters get a shout on the show. So. Shout out to Samuel B. Soren B. <laughs> the voices are, are back, baby. Because we have it, stupid voices it, again. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't even know what to say. Is that Samuel B. and Soren B. And listen, guys. Check it out, bub. Got got a can of little something for you. Got a, I got a little can of something for you. If you want to get into my pants, I don't know. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, that may as well be what he says. That's like what Logan's basically saying. Anyway, but shout out to our top tier patron supporters. Yeah, thank we're you super, so much to them. Super, super, super love you. Yeah, and if you can't afford to support the show, we understand because, hey, we've both been there. Sometimes you got to cancel <laughs> stuff. You can't afford it anymore. We get it. We hope you come back at some point. If you've left, we hope you come back because we, we appreciate the support. But if you can't, all good. But do leave us a review or a rating 
or share the show with your friends on your personal social media because that's how people find it. We just started a new show. Good time to jump on board. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's, that's this, it, everyone. That's, that's the show. Welcome to the Mutant Ages. It's a short one. It's a shorty. It's a little shorty. Well, we'll see you next time. Quick, should I call Pluggy? No, Ryan, it's too soon. We need to lube <laughs> them up before we introduce them to Pluggy. Oh, my God. All right, fine. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs> the Mutant-